Yeah. Yeah, old school. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, this ain't for everybody. Some of y'all need to hear this. I know you're in the trenches fighting, but check it out. I'm going to put it down like this so I can help the saints understand. Everything you're going through is all part of the master plan. Or what? You thought because you got saved, everything was going to be peaches and cream? You better wake up, son. Don't nothing come to a sleep but a drink. Faith without works is dead. Read your Bible. You know what it says. He who don't work, don't eat. Slackers don't get fed. Huh, yeah. Jesus said, he who puts his hands to the plow looks back the same ain't fit. Some of y'all ain't been in the church for five minutes and you about ready to quit. I ain't mad at ya. I'm just hitting you with the real. <laughs> if you died for me and I was still tripping, now how you think that make you feel? Check this out. Deep game. This here's deep, huh? Some of y'all ain't sawing nothing but you started trying to reach, huh? But after him who's able to possess your father by his glory. Struggles might be part of your testimony, but it ain't the end of the story. Now the point is was prophesied way back in the day. Choir, sing your hook right here and see if the church can relate. Without me running off at the mouth, 
which I kind of feel exceptionally talkative today because there's so much to talk about and so much crazy stuff going out there. Mr. Guadalupe, are you with us? Lamar, what's up, brother? What's going on, buddy? Thank you so much, man, for joining us, man. It's an honor to have you with me today. Thanks so much for having me, man. This is this is perfect timing, especially uh, for what you. Not only well, it's always perfect timing for what you're doing, but even even us so much like right now, and and uh, you know just touching on what you were speaking on. It's like very important times right now to get messages out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. It's just so much stuff going on out there, man. I don't know. I, I, I've been asking myself, man, is this whole country sleep or or am, am I sleep? You know what I mean? Because if people don't see what's going on right now, I, I don't know what to say, man. Now, I feel like the country's been sleep. It ain't just start to get sleep. The country's <laughs> been sleep. People, people like to believe and, and, and understand and, and see what they want to see. And everything else gets swept under the carpet, you dig? Right, right. That is, that is totally true, man. They're so busy watching stuff on TV and they're so easily programmed, you know. I'm still trying to figure yeah. out, even with this with this time-changing thing, Hector, I mean, even with this time-changing thing, I mean, does that make you get up any earlier or make you sleep any later? Does it do anything for you? I ain't slept since 1993, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do no sleeping in this country, man. They keep us busy out here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I know it's keeping you busy, boy, surviving and staying on top of the things. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. You dig? Like, they keep you yes, busy, so you know it's You know, I, I, I haven't slept a full. Day. The first time I ever slept a full day was the day they set, that day I went to prison. <laughs> that's the day you slept a full day. <laughs> a full day. From twelve. Hey, look, years that's, old, that's normally I the day sleep. that everybody else can't sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the day I was just like, man, the whole world was lifted off my shoulders, and I, I, I didn't have to. Uh, I had no more. Uh, you know, I didn't have to think about anything. That first day in there, it was like, okay. I ain't eat. I ain't drink no water, no nothing. I ain't talk. I don't. Want, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to do nothing. I'm all in the newspaper and all that. Like I just want to rest, man. It's my first day to rest. Wow. Since I was probably wow. like twelve, twelve, thirteen years old. So. Man, well, that's definitely an interesting spin on that. So let's talk about that a little bit, Hector. Uh, you originally from where? I'm. F- I'm from Brooklyn. From Brooklyn, New York. Uh, yeah, born and raised up, in Brooklyn, New York, and I'm 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 a I'm a late seventies baby, so I grew up in the eighties and nineties. So um, I feel like, you know, when I talk to my peers and and other folks, I tell them, man, I feel like I done I done survived and lived through a quite quite a few pandemics. Yeah, well, I think the seventies and eighties, you know, they had some other stuff going on, man. But I don't think they was taking all people like they are now. I mean, shit, man. I I remember how bad the crack era was. I remember how bad the AIDS epidemic was. I remember how bad, you know, the war on crime was when they wanted to take all the fathers away. Like, there's right. been tons of pandemics, but like just only in our community, you dig? 
Yeah, well, when you mentioned so, that, I remember back in those angel dust days. Yeah. Uh, before yep. the before that, they were free base, and that was before the crack. And I watched yep. them, you know, take out whole communities uh, with that. You know, they would set set one guy up and let him make the money. Then they'd give all the money and the property and his wife and kids to his homeboy. And then they would re recycle this whole circle. You know what I mean? That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, recycling, yeah, and and you know, and that's what we got to get around. You know what I'm saying? Because this this whole this whole thing, this whole thing they got, and a lot of people today really don't understand that. You know, the penitentiary is what the second or third largest industry in the country. Yeah, yeah, it's huge, huge. You know, every town that we that we ain't in that. They can't find businesses for for them people or their people. They'll build a prison there, and you'll be housed there. And now they created tens of thousands of jobs for people that would have been poorer than you. Well, well, not only that. Think about the other industries that the penitentiary service, like you know, they make all the totally. furniture and stuff. For, they make all the furniture, furniture and stuff for the, not mili- only that, for the military. Uh, the, yeah. the the meat, uh, uh, the uh, uh, milk and stuff that Probably come out of the penitentiary yeah. farms, you know all that, and then the you know the, the, the <laughs> yeah the clothing, and and the price that they play is uh, the prices that uh, should I say the wages that they pay the inmates. Oh man, Whew. if I wasn't if I wasn't hustling hustling in the gym, man, I, they, I'd be making you know, you'd work ten hours a day. Monday through Friday and make three hundred dollars a month, a month. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, but yeah, this it's it's definitely something that's uh, been a problem. I mean, and uh, you know, organizations like ours and others, many others from east to west. You know, we we we're working on it. Right. Right. Well, I know, like the inmates was getting what a dollar thirty a day or something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Hector, we understand that that uh, you spent a little time in the big house. What basically, what ten years in the federal prison? Um, what what led you down that road? Um. Yeah, at at twenty three, I got sentenced to ten years of life. Um. It's sad that it's a common story now. Um, it's a story that many can relate to um, throughout our country and, and, and especially in our major cities. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, by the time I was 12, 13, anywhere from 91 to 93, that was just like a very, like, uh, heightened, heightened era, heightened time. It was the start of the nineties. Like that shit was like the Wild West, you dig? So, um it was just it was just crazy. Both my parents were gone and that was just like the streets was like everything to me. So, um, you know, coming from a family that couldn't offer much and and outside of love, you know, sometimes love ain't everything and, and you're sometimes influenced by what's in front of you, and that was my situation. I was, you know, 
I was a young kid that, you know, I liked being part of community. I liked being part of teams. And I linked up. I, I, you know, I, I linked up fast and I learned fast and I was always very keen, you know, to what was going on around me. And and that was, and the narcotics trade be, became my profession and my means of survival. Mm-hmm. And that was the start. That was the start of it all. So you got you got involved in the business and got to making fast money and enjoying the lifestyle and yeah yeah it was it was you know it was every year things got better every year things got better but every year I got more violent every year I got more smarter in the game every year I made more connects more contacts clientele grew but. But, you know, like I tell people often, with every year that you become successful, every year your risks are at a higher state. Every year you're closer to death. Every year that you survive, closer that the, the boys is on you. So, you know, with, with your successes always comes um, high risk. You know, and and then before you know it, X amount of years go by, and you so deep in, you so dug in, you dug in. It ain't. It's hard to get out. It's right. hard to get out, and then and then next thing you you know, it's only a couple ways out because it becomes so addictive. You know, it's you know, it's, there's more than one addict in this situation. There's more than one addict in this lifestyle. The addict ain't just the motherfucker that's getting high. The addict is you. Too, you know what I'm saying. I'm I'm like 100% committed at that time to what I was doing. I'm 100% committed to anything that I'm doing. So it was, um, yeah, it was it was real back then. So you know, I, I notice a lot of uh, youngsters out here now. They watching videos and they you know see the big cars and they see the money, and you know they come from you know. I guess meager meager beginnings, you know, and they see that that's a way to get to the riches, uh, but they really don't really don't know much about the other side, which you're speaking of. You know, all that's grand while it's happening, you know, um, but then there's the other side, the risk that you're talking about, you know, within your own camp, and uh, went and I call them the real gang. You know, the law enforcement, I think those are the real gang next to the military. No, that is the real gang. There's 30,000, 40,000 of them on the street, you know what I'm saying, or more. But anyway, I ain't never, I'm like, it's a different generation. It's a different, you know, the game, the game might actually remain the same, but rules change, people change, roles change. And, and you know, with each generation, that's what, that's the, uh, the, uh, Natural progression of all industries, you know, narcotics, prison—it's all an industry. Those are all industries. But I never—the only thing that's a, the difference is—is is when I was growing up, we didn't look up to rappers. Rappers looked up to us, like you know. So, you know, we didn't look up to—we didn't have influences. <laughs> like we was the influences. We was the ones that. You know, if you didn't look up to us, you was terrified of us. 
So either way, right. we influence some reaction in you. So we didn't, I don't know, we were just self-taught. We had, you know, self-thought, which was important, being able to think for yourself, move for yourself, make decisions for yourself, because when you do that, then whatever the reality is or the outcome is, you can man up and take care of that, you know, rather than going the opposite route. Um, so, like, you know, I mean, it's just different generations, different times, and, and, and people got to cope with their situation. My whole thing is, you know, uh, we we do a lot of work with at-risk youth um, in, in New York and with the Supreme Court and all these other uh, organizations throughout throughout our city. And my whole thing always with our mentorship program and, all, and our health and wellness program is always to let them know that, listen, yo, just use your brain. Like me, when I was I was doing the same thing you was doing. The only difference is, ain't nobody ain't nobody tell me what to do. I, I'm I'm a self taught thinker. Be 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 your own boss mentally. Like weigh your options. Be smart. And you know if you if 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 you if you're doing something wrong, you know what you know what the consequences are, and you got to be able to live with that. You know what I'm saying? So, but what I want you to actually do is find a way. The the smart thing is to think their way out of that. You right. know, the smart thinkers say, oh, shit, he got killed. You know, he went to prison for 30, 40 years. Ask yourself, it's a very simple question. Do you want that? Do you well, want most that? People definitely, you, you know, most, so. I was going to say, most people don't want that. But I want to go to this one, and then I know we're going to talk about your foundation. But coming out of uh, coming out of your situation... I mean, let's, that's what I want, well, that's what we like to talk about. Let's get to that one. Coming out of your situation and institution, did you already have a plan uh, uh, coming out? Did you expect to have any help coming out, or did you run into any adversity prior to you starting your uh, foundation? When, when I was about to come home, when I was about to get released, I had a plan. I was like, yeah, I want to get into this fitness thing. I want to be a trainer. I want to do my thing. I, you know, I was I was really excited about that. And I get released. I come back. I come home to New York. And my first, my first eight, nine months home, ain't nobody want to help. Ain't no corporate health club want to give me jobs. No gyms wanted to hire me. No boutique gyms. And it was like a struggle. And it was tough. And it wasn't what I expected. I didn't, I didn't expect you know, I'm like, yo, it's just a gym. Like, I just wanted to help people get in shape, right? Like, I didn't think it was, like, that serious, but unfortunately it was that serious. You know, I was judged because of my past, because of having a past record. Uh, and and that bothered me, you know. That, that kind of, like, brought my plans to a halt. So, you know, I've been home eight and a half years now, and the discrimination is still real. It's still there. It still exists. Do, but we be kicking the door. Do these right. people, uh, the people that you went to, you know, to seek employment, you know, prior to, you know, you starting your own enterprise, uh, did they actually do background checks? I mean, did they ask of course. you about yeah, your past? That's a fact. Every every corporate health club in every city, major city around uh, our nation does uh, does uh, background checks. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, you know, that was something I didn't, you know, know in regards to yeah. training. But I, I guess I could understand yeah. why now that I think about it, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, so that was a major roadblock. And eventually I got over it because, you know, I, I uh, you know, a friend let me come work out of his gym. He was, he was a trainer. And I'm working out, and then, you know, I, I put the press on and introduced myself to, the actual fitness manager there, which was a young lady. Uh, and uh, I, I begged her for a job, man. You know, I told her I needed a job. I needed an opportunity. I needed a shot. And I told her how I've been turned down by so many. And she gave me that opportunity. And that's what kind of, like, just changed my entire life. Well, definitely a shout-out to her because we definitely, um, you know, <laughs> need – need more yeah. people like her because as as you know the way the society rolls man you know if you do one thing wrong um they want to charge you with that you know the rest of your life you know yep um i remember my mother told me one thing she said boy they didn't make jails for horses and and I used to ponder that statement you know they didn't make jails for horses they didn't make jails for horses and I guess what she was telling me, you really don't have to be a bad person. You really don't have to do nothing wrong. You can simply be in the wrong place at the wrong time, and you can go to jail. Yep. Yep. You ain't lying, man. I used to like. So, I used go ahead, to. I'm sorry. Uh, I used to. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, brother. No, you got to finish your thought, man, because, you know, my brain is running and rolling, too. <laughs> I, 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 I was just uh, commenting really quick on what you just said about what your mom told you. Uh, it's true because I would, you know, we I was in the federal system, and uh, we called it ghost cases. And what that means is, man, they wouldn't have any evidence, any hard evidence, any physical evidence. And they wouldn't even have nothing besides someone's hearsay. And they would give, I would watch them give somebody 20, 30 years on that. And I used to feel so bad because I'm like, damn, like, this this person, you know, didn't have a shot, you know, and, and, and got crucified, you know. So, yeah, your mom was right, you know. You don't, you don't really have to, uh, in today's world, be caught up doing something in order to uh, have your whole life taken away from you. Right, right. And the only way to get off that roller coaster ride is to don't get on it in the first place. By no means. A hundred percent. By no means. So 100%. coming out. So so coming out, Hector. Uh, did you uh, did you immediately? Going to uh, the Unibody Fitness, or was it second uh, you foundation? Which one nah, came so, first to come together? So, so once I was given a job, mm-hmm. I uh, I spent my first. I've been home eight and a half years, right? When I was first given a job, I spent my first four years home, not taking a day off. Put me in a position to build a very large clientele. Learn a lot of uh, 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 business skills, and and then I started uh, a second youth foundation. A year later, I started Unibody Fitness. So, second youth foundation was our nonprofit work, 
that was in place to provide national certification and education to formerly incarcerated uh, women and men. Um, and then Unibody was just my fitness brand where we sold. We were, we are a team of uh, – it, Unibody is owned and operated by formerly incarcerated people, and we offer, you know, one-on-one training and, and group classes. Um, so there are two different entities, both owned and operated by um, people from underserved communities, people of color, and people that are formerly incarcerated. But it's both have only been around, I would say, for the past uh, four and five years. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely uh, pumped up about the Second U um, uh, Foundation, and I'd definitely like to be involved in something like that on the, you know, the West Coast. Because we see totally. uh, too many, too many youths, you know, they 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 just misdirected, and you know they will hear guys like you. They'll hear your voice because they know that you know what you're talking about. Because you didn't see your life on TV, you know, you're 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 living your life, man. And every day I drive down the street, man, I, I see. These guys walking around with their pants sagging, and I think I wasn't wasn't it you that I told you about bug breaking? Did I did I yep. did I tell you about yep. that? Yeah, you know, yep. and yep. and I tell and, and I'm and I so bad, you know, I want to tell these guys if you knew history behind that, you wouldn't be walking around with your drawers showing like that because that's not how man really want to roll. But if you really really knew the history about that. You know, and I, I really want to tell them so, so bad, man. But you know, these youngsters, a lot of times, they have some serious bad attitudes. Even though you know, they know that you know, they don't want to hear. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yes. Man. Hello. You know, it, yeah, I'm here. It, it just blows me away, oh, okay. and I kind of wonder how how we can uh, actually get through to them. I mean, it, it, it's the only way to get through to them is by having people um, of color and people that are, have walked through the same fire and experiences um, actually communicate with them. Other than that, like, you know, you can't have somebody that, even if you're from the community, if you haven't walked through that fire and built something productive and, and, and positive, it's going to be really hard for them to relate to you. You know, so that's one thing I've noticed on the East Coast when we go up to, to penitentiaries and halfway houses and, you know, we, 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 we go and, and, and speak at the courthouses. Like, the, the the community that's being affected, their eyes are open, their eyes are open, and, they, and they're receiving what we're, what we're offering and what we're giving, the game we're giving because – I mean, every every one of us walked through the fire. Me, you know, our directors, like, you know, these dudes in did 20, 30 years, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, they've been in the same situation, so it's 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 it's, it's more uh easy for people, for for the young the younger generations and 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 people that are going living it right now in real time for them to actually like show you some love. How is uh, the community at large, or should I say, uh, uh, what I want to say, you know, you know, the courts and uh, some of the institutions, how are they accepting what you're doing? 
Oh, they love us. They love us. They don't even really have a choice, though. Like, because we don't do what we do with or without them. We don't need them. We don't need them. We don't depend on them. You know, we we the streets. We are the streets. So with or without them, we're going to reach the community no matter what. You know, I was asking because, you know, they only got two ways to roll with that. Either they could embrace you, support you, and, and, you know, understand the value that you bring to the community, or, you know, they you know they could snub their nose or trying to find fault at what you're doing. So that's why I was well, just well, asking. You, well, you said it better than, well, you said it better than me, man. I'm not really, like, you know, I'm not too good at sounding politically correct, though, but you're definitely way more polished <laughs> than me and explained it better. You know, I'm just, I'm all, I'm all the way rogue with it, where it's like, you know, you know, we're doing something that's positive and right. Like, you know, I always look at it like you're either with us or, or, or you know, you're playing the sidelines. But um, but the way you said it, yeah, that definitely makes sense. You know, and, 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 and to answer again, um, yeah, they're they're very very supportive of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's positive, man. You know, that that's good to hear because, like I said, they could could have took the took the low road, you know, and and made your job even harder than what it is instead of you know seeing the value and and supporting it, which is actually the better thing for all. Because, like I said, everybody to go. The jail is not necessarily bad. We hear people on the news every day that's been incarcerated uh, for years, and now they found uh, uh, not guilty, and then they want you to sign some document that you won't sign, you won't sue them <laughs> before they let you yeah. out. I'm like, yeah, wow. Yeah, well, you know, a lot things are a lot of things are changing nowadays. You know, we've seen it in law, you know, policy reform. We've seen a lot of things change because they're starting to see their own kids get five, ten years, you know. So, you know, a lot of roles, you know, they're seeing their own kids, you know, being rehabs. They're seeing their own kids overdosing. So, you know, that 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 is starting to wake America up. But, you know, I speak about the, uh, you know, I speak about the unspoken. I speak about, you know, when it comes to New York, like, Five ten percent of all of the corporate heads throughout New York, they all them had a second chance. They all used to be, you know, if, if I want to be a little rough, they all used to be ex junkies. They all been in narcotic anonymous uh, uh, programs. They all been in uh, alcohol anonymous programs. A lot of them still in uh, AA meetings and got some nerve to judge. You dig what I'm saying? So, you know. That side is quiet. They don't tell those stories. You don't see those stories on the news. You don't hear those stories when you go out to your to your networking events. You dig what I'm saying? But yeah, like you know, they 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 there hasn't you know we're the only ones that actually uh, prosecuted for it. But guess what? It, it ain't no color when it when it comes to struggle. They all have been there through that. Well, it kind of appears to me that you got balls that they don't have because if if they were on the right side of that, I mean, you know, like we're talking about now, everybody didn't live life. God didn't make no perfect people, you know what I mean? So, you know, we've all done something, you know what I mean? So if they were on the right side of this, I mean, why are they shunning it, you know what I mean? Why can't they open up other doors for people that may have went through the same thing that they went through? 
Yeah, man, that's that's the fight, you know. But when you when you put it in their face, then the door is open. You know, you gotta you gotta you gotta feed it to them. You know, you know it's the mirror effect. You 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 know, I am. You are who you're denying. You ain't no. <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of so, dangerous too, Hector. That's kind of dangerous. Nah, I like I like <laughs> I, I I don't mind risk. I don't mind risk, bro. You know the legit one thing I could one thing I tell people is legal work is the easiest work ever because guess what when it don't work today you, as long as you wake up tomorrow you got another chance to fight again. That's one thing about my old past lifestyle taught me. This is a cakewalk. This is a joke to me and the rest of my army. Yeah, it's amazing. You know what jumped out at me, Hector? Uh, uh, the, the the title of uh, the show today for those um, that's just joining us now: Second Chances uh, Matter. Uh, spin on that a little bit, uh, Hector. Give us your view on why you feel that's so important. Man, second chances matter, man. Second chances is everything, right? Like second chances is what we were just talking about. How I mentioned about you know. All the dudes that are sitting up and, and women that are in the C-suite, all the big corporate heads, right? How do you think a, a lot of them got there? Because of second chances. How do you think, you know, you know, one thing I can say is people are human and people are allowed to make mistakes. People are allowed to make the wrong choices. People are allowed to fail. People are allowed to win. But guess what? At the end of the day, we're all one people, and everybody, dude, everybody deserves a second chance. Well, I totally agree. You know, you can't, you know, like who are you to place judgment? You know, this could go on for hours. Too bad we only got 55 minutes in an episode, but. This is going for hours. You can't judge nobody, man. You can't judge nobody, man. You know? So who are you to say that I don't deserve a chance after coming home from a nonviolent offense to work in a gym? Who the hell are y'all? You ain't no better than me. And guess what? That's why I ran the gym then once I got hired. Because I had to show you what who, who was real, what was real. I had to prove to you. That somebody that 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 have walked through, you know, the experiences I came through can actually dominate the entire city. I gotta show you that, and that's what opens doors, you know. So, it, it's you know, it's it, it's insane. It's insane. Do you uh, do you feel like your incarceration uh, was a positive thing for you, or do you see that as being a negative? Saved my life, man. Not to say that people need to go to prison to learn. I'm talking only about my own situation, my own experience. It saved my life because I probably would have lived probably three more years if I didn't go to prison. Probably would have died about 25, 26. Wow. So... Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a good thing that uh, it gave you the time to really get into you 
figure yeah, out. Yeah, I was able to reflect. I, I was able to reflect a lot. I was able to learn myself. I was able to figure out, you know, what what were some of the things I like to do, you know, what brought me joy. I learned how to love myself. You know, I learned how to. I learned the, the the importance of health and wellness and exercise and meditation and yoga. I learned amazing things. I met amazing people. You know, so yeah, man. Yeah, those amazing people. Hey, look, those amazing people were not all bad. They just got caught up. Nope, not bad people at all, man. They were just people. So your foundation uh, that's given uh, people second opportunities and chances, I mean, uh, what type of training do you give to them? So Second Youth Foundation is a six-week training program that provides national certification and a ton of, uh, as personal trainers, and um, CPR certification, and tons of soft skills also. So, you know, we teach people exactly how to communicate with people from all backgrounds and all walks of life and, 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 and different nationalities, how to communicate, how to prospect, how to do a proper fitness evaluation, and how to close a sale. You know, so we teach, we teach brothers and sisters everything there is to know about the fitness game to be successful. Um, and we pay for everything, all their certifications, their licensing, their book materials, everything is free. Um, and at the end of their six weeks, they go on interviews and then move forward with job placement at corporate health clubs and boutique gyms throughout New York City. Wow, this definitely gives a, give them a definitely a wonderful opportunity. Um, I guess it's a nice time. Today, uh, yeah. Today No, go ahead. Uh, Listen, I was just going to say, now is a, a perfect time for you to do a shameless plug, man. Give them your phone number and contact information. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to date, it's, in the past five years, we have 196 trainers, all from prison, all formerly incarcerated, employed, uh, and doing their thing uh, in the fitness industry, and, and 0% recidivism rate, meaning not one has went back to prison. Um, so that's something we're proud of and I'm very excited about. When it comes to social media, we are on IG, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, and Twitter at A Second Youth Foundation. Um, that is also our website, A Second U, not Y or U, it's the letter U, A Second U Foundation.org is the website. Uh, message us, hit us up, DM us get in contact, um, and, and hopefully uh, uh, we can we can help in some sort of way. I don't know. This other question just popped into my head. It was off to the right, uh, uh, Hector. Do you also uh, provide any type of consultation to maybe, um, you know, parents that may be having, you know, some at-risk youth? Uh, yeah, we offer tons of advice, and we can set up calls with parents that are that have questions or need needs just someone to talk to that are struggling or 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 might have issues with um, family members, um, children of their own. Definitely DM or 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 message us on our website. Um, 
And we also offer tons of online virtual personal training. You want to work out? You want to get in shape? You want to support a, 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 a great cause? Then message us. Let's make it happen. So what they, they message you and you get back to them and, and send them another link to another site? How does that work? We, we, we have an operations director that will set them up with everything they need. Oh, whether okay. it's someone, yeah, yeah, whether it's a parent needing some sort of mentorship or someone interested in some personal training, if you're a company and you want to partner and want to be a sponsor or a donor, you want to make a donation, we'll walk you through the entire process. And and definitely, for, for those that's listening now and be having any questions for Hector, I'm going to throw this number at 646-929-2870. Uh, you can press number one on your phone right now, and you can chime in. Oh, I would love that. You know, we'll love um, that. You know, and now is really not the time to be shy because you know everybody got nah. a, 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 a Joe Bob or, or or Sally May in, in your family that might be going down another road, and this conversation really could make a difference. So just press number one on your phone, and we'll let you jump in here, and, and, and hopefully we could. Uh, uh, direct you, help you, or do something because that's what this show is about. You know, each one teach one. You know, that's right. That's right, man. This is good. this is this is great, man. Right. So 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 Hector, I know you've accomplished a, a couple things, and, and I know for me, anytime I succeed in doing something, you know, um, whether it's. Uh, Making some good guacamole or something It it motivates me <laughs> it, it You know It empowers me and it motivates me To try and do you know Do something else So so I know you got something man That's laying in, in the woods that you finna Bust out man so what's next for you Oh man so much man So much Bro So we got well, the you know, uh, We got the second we got stay tuned for the Second Chances Matter podcast. We got that dropping uh uh first quarter twenty twenty one. Um we have uh we're working on a lot of uh housing initiatives because we, we you know, we end up finding out through actual experience that, you know, people that are that have a, a record or a past, no matter how much money they're making um, no matter how much credit they have or don't have, it's hard for them to find decent housing because of their records. So that's something that we're trying to change by developing properties and and placing employed, formerly incarcerated people with decent housing at a discounted rate so they can get on their feet and be a, and be proud to be living somewhere um, that's that's you know. Um, that that's that's in a good good place. So um that's one of our that's our second most interesting uh project that we're working on now. Um stay tuned for the docu series coming to a network near you. I won't speak on nothing too heavy. Um and we have a uh, we have a play being put together by New York dot org at the signature theater off Broadway possibly and all kinds of stuff, man. We staying excited, you know. We stay, we stay, we staying pumped up about everything. So, you know, well, big shout out to my boys out in San Bernardino County too, man. 
some boys that been in with me that open their own gym, you know, downtown fit boot camp and all that. Like I love it all, man. I'm I'm, I'm excited from east to west coast, man. I, I I'm really excited when you know people that have been through the struggle turn into entrepreneurs and 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 do positive things for the community, man. That's strong. Yeah, man. Well, that's the only way. That's the only real way to do it. Because, like I said, you know, it's almost like uh, the Pied Piper, man. I mean, people are gonna follow you and listen to you when they know that you know what you're talking about, and uh, you're not speaking out of both sides of your neck, you know, with a forked tongue. They know that you know what you're saying. <laughs> real. That's a fact. That, that is so great, man. I'm so pumped up about the work that you're doing, man, and, and the help, man, because the communities need this, man. I don't know how come Como and some of them other people, man, ain't called you in for a sit-down. Hey, man, they, they, you know, we, one thing about us is we're just staying very streamlined and focused on what we're doing, man. You know, I feel like everybody will come around one day. And sometimes it might be too late, sometimes it might not be. Might be right on time, you know. Yeah, that too. So you know, we just we just stay focused on what we're doing, you know. We just stay focused, man. We stay excited. It's five years later, you know, and 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 with the organizations, and I've been home eight and a half years, but I ain't tired. I'm still excited. And I'm still wired, man. Well, it seems like you you've exchanged uh, uh, the energy that you had in your, uh, um, you know, the energy that you had in your former lifetime. Seems like it's resurfaced in uh, the new and improved you. That's right. And, and, build and a, that's build the build a better you. Yeah, and that's the message. Um, that that everybody should should to, to run with that is nothing that's so bad that can be overcome if you have the will. Yep. We are the home of where wellness and justice meets. And it just takes a little bit of common sense. That's it. So if if that's if it. you had Anything that you wanted people to really hear and take away with, what would that be? Oh, man, that's a great question. Um, Wow. That's a great question, brother. We got time. (laughs) We got time. You know, when I, you know, what I feel is like you can't hit a reset button at rock bottom, right? But when you see somebody that's at rock bottom or needs help, then be that community for them, be that therapy, be that love, and be fearless when it comes to helping that person become a better you. You know, those are the things that help people like myself coming home, people that never went in, people that are just dealing with severe trauma and depression, you know, doesn't magically just happen overnight. Provide that person with community, therapy, love, and fearlessness, period. Good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. 
it's what's been helping me, man. How was how was, I don't know this one's off to the left too though because you know I'm always thinking about stuff you know because churches always say how helpful they are to people in the community and uh, they're lending a hand here lending a hand there if you need anything uh, have any of those type people reached out to you to help you as well with your foundation? Yeah, um, I got I got a lot of guys with me that. Uh, that run churches now and that are reverence and preachers and yeah, the support has always been there. Yeah, well I just wanna kinda of put it out there so people can understand and and see um how large a movement that you got going on and uh, the support that you have. So you know, people yeah, the, wanna the, know the, who all who all's involved and who all's touching it. Uh like that yeah. really makes a difference, you know, but we had everybody from stuff. yeah, everybody from you know local communities, the hood, corporations, you know, um, independent donors, you know, you name it, universities. They they've all been very very uh, supportive of us uh, thus far. The only ones that that haven't been behind us or corporate health clubs and boutique gyms throughout the entire country. Not one has decided to align with us and support this cause to employ formerly incarcerated personal trainers. Why is that? Do you think it's a, uh, a fear of uh, 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 the stigma associated with that? And let me go a little further. I mean, because you mentioned earlier that no matter what, there's a background process. So I'm trying to figure out why would that even be a consideration for them unless they just don't want the competition and they're using that. I know it's just their ignorance and their fear of the unknown, you know, their lack of knowledge. You know, we're, we're some of the best personal trainers in the world. So, of course, you would you would, you would would be insecure in a way when it comes to, you know, Hiring us. Look what I did. I turned into a success. You'd probably be scared to see a bunch of a bunch of people from underserved communities become a success. This country isn't built for that. This country is built to enslave you. True point. True point. True point. They give you that social security number and that's exchange for the brand they used to put on your body back in the day. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the only thing is everybody has it now. Oh yeah, that one number, boy, goes with you through the, your entire life. That's just that one number right there. But you're right about that. They just didn't do it to minorities. They're doing it to everybody now. Um, yeah, this corporation that they call the government. Yeah, but yeah, we're like. It's been proven time and time again. I might have to uh, let you uh, introduce you to another brother named Ricky Burton. Ricky's a cut creator, Burton. Um, graduate from a second U, doing tremendous things. Great speaker, too. So, you know, came from nothing, you know, 15 years in prison, came home running a huge fitness brand now, one of my favorite graduates. So... 
it's like just tons of successes that 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 creates that fear and insecurity in corporate health clubs throughout this entire country. Are you guys doing any type of panels? I mean, do you have any kind of panels where you just go out and speak? Every year we have every year we have different themes and different events. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. We're grinding, man. We're grinding. Well, that's great, dude. You're definitely doing some, definitely doing some great, great, great stuff out there, man. And and like I said, if you decide you want to do something out here on this side of the world, man, we'd, I, we'd definitely like to be involved in that, man, because I have a passion for, sure. for, you know, trying to help, especially the youth as well, you know, as well as some of the, you know, older people that's been through the system and society to try to help them navigate through it. But, you know, the youth are our future, man. And if somebody don't help twist their head back straight, man, we're going to be in trouble. Yep. I know. But we'll do, man. I mean, I got massive love for out west, especially L.A. I've been in I've been in and met so many good brothers, man, during my time in the feds and just come out there and, man. Well, you know, yeah, let's that's, plan. That's, let's plan on you. Let's plan on you coming out here, man, and we'll, you know, put together the event. Because the other part of my life, you know, is, is solely been in the music industry, and uh, I'm, I'm not gonna say forty, fifty percent of them have had some kind of dealings with the law enforcement one way or another. But you know, that it kind of came with the entertainment industry, <laughs> you know, one way. Yeah, or another. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Especially, especially when hip hop got so prominent, you know what I mean. All those guys yeah. had uh, uh, then bumped their head one way or another, you know, and 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 you know some people survived and came through, you know, the Fifty Cents, and you can name a whole bunch of other ones that kind of uh, uh, skated out, and, yeah. and and now you know they're looking back at their old lifestyle a whole another way, and um, yeah. Uh, I'm not even yep. sure if they're doing as much work as you are in terms of, you know, community. And hopefully I don't get in trouble for saying that, but you you might be even doing more work than they are. Well, we're grinding hard, bro. We don't take no days off over here. No, man. That's why, that's why, I'm, that's why I'm kicking it with you on the, on the Sunday. Oh, well, absolutely, because you're definitely going to have, you know, Tons and tons of people to hear this because as soon as we off the air, this show's going out on all the different platforms, and I know it's going to resonate uh, with somebody, some parent, some child, somebody, even even some of these senior citizens that um, can do more. Should I say can do more than what they're doing, or look back on even some of their family members and maybe decide to approach them. Uh, a, a different way, you know, because sometimes you have to talk to people in a manner in which they're used to being spoken to in order for them to really hear what you're trying to say. For sure. For sure. Wow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I don't know, man. Come on out here, man. I need to get. I need to get a little bit more fit, you know. I know what I want to ask you. Do you guys have uh, any type, are you guys doing any substance, like uh, 
you know, vitamins or uh, protein powders? No, nah, no. Nah. Virtual training sessions only. All virtual workouts online. You message us, we're going to set you up, set you up on Zoom, and we're going to be right in your living room working out with you. That's how we're doing it. Okay. Well, you know, I just had to ask that because most of these, you know, trainers, you know, they got, you know, they little vitamins and they meal packages. Oh, you know, I ain't selling nothing to nobody out. with no chemicals in it, no nothing. I don't. I, if I if I don't know what the source is, I'm not selling nothing. We only selling we selling love and experience right here. That's it. <laughs> well, that's cool. I was just think about yeah, I ain't selling no substances. <laughs> nah, no more chemicals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. Just straight. That's it. Just straight health. Just straight working out, pushing weight. Health you know. and wellness, baby. Yeah, well, this virtual thing—that's a big, big, big thing now, especially because of this virus thing, man. It's definitely safe. We train tons of people man. in LA. Right. Well, I'm gonna have to get on to man to definitely, definitely check it out, man. So uh, I don't want my chest to turn into man boobs. <laughs> Yo, yo, let's stay in touch. You got my email, and and let's let's make something happen. Well, definitely gonna do that, man. But I definitely want to try to work on an event out here, and let's speak on some of these things, and uh, see what we can do, man. But uh, yes, Hector, sir. it's definitely been definitely been great, man. Definitely been fun. Uh, we down to the last minute or so of the show. I know you spoke and told people where they can go get in touch with you. But uh, if you throw it again, throw it out there again real quickly, that would be great. It, on IG, on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter, A Second U Foundation. Our website, A Second U Foundation dot org dot o r g. DM us or message us on the website. If you're interested in any kind of mentorship, if you need someone to talk to, if you want to, if you want some personal training services, or if you want to be a, 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 a volunteer or donor for our nonprofit. Great, Hector's been fun. We definitely gonna stay stay in touch, man. Much love, much respect, man, and keep on doing the good work, man. And we'll talk. To Thank you, you so soon. much for having me, brother. It's definitely been my pleasure, my honor, sir. Much love. Everybody, have a great evening. Shall do. You do the same. Everyone, if you join in the show late, uh, the show will be available in its entirety in like one minute. Uh, You have no excuse for not hearing the show. Ask your mama, ask your daddy, ask the man across the street, your next door neighbor, the milkman, or the guy at the gas station. There's no reason you can't hear the show in its entirety in a couple minutes. And uh, we'll be back next week. Same time. Oh, turn up this All right, right thank here. You so much. I'm getting to the point now when I get to church. I want to ask somebody, did you mess up for you got saved? So they can say yes. I say you're the one I want to sit with. Because I know you're going to praise the Lord.